0: Hello everybody. I'm back. I'm so excited to be recording right now. It's been over 2 weeks since the last podcast, which I'm sorry for. I've been very overwhelmed. I just finished my last AP test. It was Physics C. Horrible. If you're an underclassman, you didn't hear it from me, but do not take this class. It's not even it's not Mr. Dewey. He's he's a great person. It, it's just really hard. I mean, If you want a challenge, take it. But senioritis is going to hit you, and it gets really bad after that. Um, That's what happened to me. But here I am recording. I'm still sick. I was sick two weeks ago. I'm still sick now. I keep getting sick in cycles. It's so weird. I keep getting sick and then not being sick and then getting sick again. And all my friends are sick, too. We're all just sick. Like We all keep passing germs to one another because we all share drinks. It's so funny. I literally shared a drink with somebody today full knowing that I'm sick and he's sick and it, it's so funny. But I'm finally here recording. I'm super excited. Thank y'all again for just all the positive feedback I've gotten on this podcast. I really love doing this. I It's such a therapeutic thing. I'm so happy that I'm able to finally sit down and record and I hope that all of y'all are having a good AP season and I hope that most of y'all are getting done with it because I had six tests and it was mind-boggling but I'm very happy it's done I mean I'm pretty much done with high school I mean I don't have any finals and I'm done with AP tests so it feels really it's, it's a giant weight off my shoulders and I get to focus on things like this that I, I care about more so at the moment than my physics C test. I'm sorry if that offends you. Um, but, <laughs> but I care at the moment. I think I, I care more about these personal journeys I'm making rather than physics C. Cause I, I didn't think that I was going to do good and I definitely didn't do good. Um, and I definitely would want to retake it in college anyways. So, but that's a different topic. Here I am again, we're on the third episode and today from the title, We're going to be talking about living in the present because this is something that I've been struggling with recently and especially in the past couple months is living in the present. It's something that's very hard to achieve but I like to think that the people who are the happiest in their lives live solely in the present. I feel like a lot of monks and all those people like gandhi type people live please if that's wrong i'm so sorry but those kind of really zen people all live in the moment and it's something that you hear and you don't exactly realize how hard it is just hearing living in the moment like oh sure i can do that sure i can live in the moment it's not easy it's very hard to achieve but it's something that I want us all to start working towards, and we're in this journey together, and this very well could be a very thick episode, because I have a lot of stuff on here, and actually it's kind of funny, I, after my, my physics test, because I'm not even going to lie, I kind of just like put random things, um, <laughs> because I just, I have senioritis so bad, but after my, my my test, I had like 15 minutes left, and I, in my calculator, wrote down all of the podcast things I wanted to say, so I actually transferred that over to my notes, and am ready to begin. I'm going to take a sip of water because my throat is killing me because of sickness. Okay. I believe I'm ready to go. I have two pills of DayQuil in me, and hopefully that will keep me sustained forever. So the first thing I want to talk about is just the concept of the past- present and future. There's a quote that I want to share um, by Albert Einstein. It says, "The, The distinction between the past, present, and future is only a stubbornly persistent illusion. So, just to interpret that quote a little bit, is that the past, present, and future, or I would like to just say the past and the future, are simply just kind of illusions and even the present too in a, a little bit in itself because if you want to delve down that road it's like our reality is kind of an illusion or perception of reality is kind of an illusion it's it's all very much like your perception is your reality it's all an illusion um just even the concepts of everything which can be confusing, but I'm going to get more into it. I want to start with the past. So the past is a big struggle point for me. Every time that something maybe goes wrong in my life or something happens or I maybe have a, fail, like a failed friendship or a, um, a quote-unquote failed relationship or, you know, quote-unquote failed anything, um, what I do is – The second that happens is I turn every ounce of blame towards myself, and I'll just nitpick every little thing I did and convince myself that I'm wrong in every little thing I did, which is not good. So if y'all do that, let's not do that. Um, But... I'll dwell on the past and I'll think about it so much that I start to nitpick at the things that I've done and somehow turn it in my brain to make it seem like I was the one that potentially did something wrong. And it's gotten me into situations where I've had, where I've apologized for things um, that I probably shouldn't have apologized for and maybe let go of a little bit of myself for those things, which is never okay. So the past is definitely a giant point of struggle for me. And I think that a lot of people live in the past or live perhaps in the the mistakes they've made or the decisions that they have made. Um, But the past in itself is quite literally a concept, right? It does not exist. It did exist at some point, but when it did exist, it was the present. So it does not exist. Um, So let that thing sink in for a second. It's not if, if you're really chained down by the past, it's not even something that exists. It's all in your head. It's quite literally an illusion that you've created in your brain, right? Um, another thing that people do a lot with the past is there's this thing called fading effect bias, which is the tendency for unpleasant emotions to fade more over time than, than pleasant ones. So... Perhaps if you had a friendship in the past where I used to have these really toxic friendships with people whenever I was littler. I'm sorry if you're listening and you were one of those people. Our friendship was pretty toxic. We would just fight all the time, me and this one girl. um, And we don't talk anymore, so I doubt she's listening to this. But nothing, no testament to who she is as a person. I think she's a good person, but... She and I would fight all the time. We had sort of a toxic friendship. And, sorry. (laughs) I, every time that we would have a friendship breakup, right, we would just uh, instantly come back to one another because I would always say to my friends and stuff in that situation, I'd be like, I forgot all the bad things. Because the second you leave something in the past, You get that fading effect bias, and you forget, quite literally start to forget those unpleasant emotions and remember the pleasant ones, because your brain does not want to remember unpleasant emotions, right? Your brain wants to forget those, so your brain is going to make you forget those, and you're going to focus more on those pleasant things, and it can be very splitting, In your head, it can be very confusing because, on one hand, you're remembering all the good times, um, but you're not taking into account those bad times that made you leave in the first place or perhaps made them leave in the first place. Um, And that can be very confusing and get you back into situations that you probably should not be in again because I feel like if something like a friendship or a relationship ends. There's very few times where it can reconcile and it really works out. Um, and don't get me wrong, it can definitely happen. I've I've taken, um, actually, I haven't really had any friendships where I've gotten into like, okay, like we're bad for each other, let's not be friends anymore. It's more so just like, maybe we've drifted away and like come back and not for any particular reason. So yeah, I'll stay with that. I think that if something ends, it, it typically has a reason and that should be kept in mind. Um, so that's the past and that's kind of what I wanted to talk about with the past is kind of start to be more self-aware about that fading effect bias because that has gotten me into a lot of situations where perhaps I want to go back to people that were bad for me or maybe we were bad for each other because of our personalities not mixing or something and you forget those pleasant emotions so you just want to go Or you forget those unpleasant emotions, so you just want to go back and remember those pleasant ones or have those pleasant ones again because those are the ones that your brain is keeping intact. And it's hard to check yourself with those things. It's definitely really hard to actively check yourself in terms of those pleasant versus unpleasant emotions. But really check yourself. Like If you find yourself thinking about the past and thinking, oh my god, I was so much happier back then, or I was so, I was a better person back then. You are most likely having that fading effect bias. And it's something that if you fine-tune your brain to start understanding that your brain is doing that, it's good because you can maybe stop dwelling as much. But continuing on, the future. I don't have a lot for this one because I don't have a lot of problems with the future. I... Have a lot of problems with the past and remembering the past, but the future in itself, if you're kind of worried about the future, perhaps you're worried about college or all those things, or what am I going to do when I get to college? It's going to be so much harder and all these things. The future is also a co- concept. It's also an illusion. It does not exist yet. Um, so something that's kind of powerful that kind of made me stop worrying about the future and the times that I do, is think about the future in itself is gonna happen. Like, there's no way that you can stop the future from happening, right? Because it's gonna happen. But as the future happens, it obviously happens in the form of the present, because the present is the only quantity of time that's actually tangible, but we'll get to that because that's in the next, when we talk about the present. Um, but the future, it's going to happen, right? So let's say you're all worried about college being hard, right? So you're spending your present worried about college being hard, so you're worrying, right? And that's making your, pleasant, your present pretty unpleasant, right, because you're just worrying. And nobody ever likes to worry. So not only are you doing that, but also worrying about it could even manifest it kind of into reality. Because if you're worrying about college being so hard and you're thinking, oh my God, it's going to be so hard, then it'll probably seem harder when you get there, number one. But also, you worrying about it is not going to change the fact whether or not it's hard, right? Me being a worried wreck about my grades in college whenever i'm still a senior in high school it's not going to change whether or not my grades are good it's just going to make my pleasant my present <laughs> all the words my present more unpleasant so not only are you going to have an unpleasant future because your college is going to be hard but you're also going to be worrying about it all the way up to there so the solution is more so to just say okay If it comes to that, then we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But worrying is not going to help in any kind of way. So that's something about the future. But continuing on, we finally have the present. So my college essay was actually about the present because what I used to do is my parents are divorced. And I really loved the house that we used to live in. And I used to, because my, my dad, he moved away to Montrose when, when my parents got divorced. But he moved back into where we live now, Spring Valley. He moved back into Spring Valley, which is where my, my old parents' house was when, when we all lived together as a family. So I would pass by it a lot and look at it and think about how if I lived in that house, my life would be so perfect. My life would be so perfect if my parents were together. My life would be so Perfect. That I was able to have my own room, and it was so terrible because I was in the same neighborhood as this house, which is this physical kind of tormentor of my present because I kept tormenting myself, um, and that's what my <coughs> excuse me college essay was about was it was about me getting over that hump of looking at that house and thinking my life would be so perfect because that also ties back into the romance the romanticization of the past you know because I was romanticizing when my parents were together but eventually I came to the realization that the present is the only time quantity if you will that is truly truly tangible and if you don't know what tangible means it, it means you can actually touch it. The present is the only quantity of time that actually exists, right? It's the only quantity of time that we can actively alter. It's the only quantity of time that we can actively live in. You can't live in the past because whenever you live in the past, it's all in your head. And it makes you have a miserable present, which makes you have a miserable life because your present is your life, which is a lot. So I'm going to let that sink in. But it is the only thing that we can actually live in healthily. And it's important for us to live in the present because, like I said, it, it's the only time quantity that we can actually change, that we have control over. And that's another thing is you should never worry about things that you don't have control over. Because... The present we have control over which is an amazing thing that we have control over that we have control over our actions in our present but if you're living in the past or living in the future you don't have control over those things and it's just going to drive you mad for you to think about those things so in summary in terms of our concept of this episode is the past and future are illusions and the present is the only quantity of time that is truly tangible. So remember those when we, as we kind of continue on. <clears throat> the structure of this episode, I, I want to do the concept of it and then kind of causes that cause people to live in the past because that's a big problem area for me. And I, I don't know if it's a problem area for you as a listener, but I want to talk about those. Um, and then I kind of want to talk about solutions to that and then things to remember moving forward. So my next little bullet point is that a lot of anxiety comes from living in the past and or future so i've said this before i I have a problem with anxiety i get a lot of anxiety and like i said in the past couple of months i have been living in the past a lot and have been making myself an anxious wreck over it because when you dwell on all these things that you can't control it creates anxiety, and that's because you can't actively do anything about it, right? As humans, we crave challenge, and we like to do things. Have you ever been in a slump, and you get up and maybe clean your room, and you feel better? It's it's, it's because we like to have those accomplishments. It... It's that dopamine boost in your brain, right? <clears throat> so, whenever you're just dwelling all these things you can't control, it'll drive your brain into a frenzy. And those the past and the the future are both quantities you cannot control. So you have to let go of trying to control those things because they are uncontrollable and the only thing you can actually control is your present, which is kind of the whole topic of the episode, right? So I've found that whenever I sit and I really live in the past is when I have the least amount of anxiety. So if you also struggle with anxiety, because I feel like a lot, 99% of my anxiety is born from either worrying about the future, worrying about the past, anything like that, 99% of my anxiety, I would say, is born from living in the past and or future. So if you kind of want to eliminate a lot of anxiety from your life, which is usually the path that people want to take, living in, in the, the present really helped that for me. So that's something that I want us to start working towards. Continuing on, some causes of living in the past is dwelling on past mistakes. So, I've touched this a little bit in past episodes, but we're all human, right? So, we're all human. We're going to make mistakes. Something that kind of gave me a little bit of solace in terms of making mistakes is... If you beat up on yourself for making mistakes, think about how stupid that is. Because, what, are you just going to be a perfect human your entire life? No. You're obviously going to be making mistakes. You're not going to be a perfect human for the for your entirety of your life. So why are you beating up on yourself for making a mistake that perhaps you've already apologized to the person you made the mistake for or you've already dealt with? Why... Why dwell on those things whenever those things are inevitable, number one. And also they help your growth and they've gotten you to where you are now. So try not to dwell on past mistakes because we all make them. They a thousand percent happen to everyone. And anybody who can tell me or who tells me, Rita, like I've never made a mistake in my life you're lying to yourself and get some help, boo, because we all make mistakes and you should start being more self-aware about them. But continuing on, (laughs) um, another cause of living in the past, which I want to eliminate is just boredom. Honestly, I found that a lot of the time that I'm starting to dwell in the past is whenever I'm not being productive in my present. I'm not doing things that I love to do. I'm not going out with friends. I'm not taking care of myself. I'm just sitting and dwelling and being depressed. So when you find yourself dwelling in the past, start doing things more productive, I would say. Start getting up and cleaning your room, or maybe going to the gym, even though it can be really hard to, to get up and do stuff that's productive. That's what kind of gets me sometimes, is I'll, because I have a lifetime membership, and I want to go to the gym, but I'll push it off, and I'll push it off, and I'll push it off, and I shouldn't do that. I, if I say that I'm going to go to the gym one day, I should hold myself to that standard, right? And I want, y'all to start doing that too because being productive is literally a mindset it's i'm gonna do it and you can force yourself to do anything so get up and do those productive things because eliminating that boredom will also eliminate you living in the past which will eliminate that anxiety that you're having and perhaps that depressive episode that maybe you're in um so those are some causes of living in the past I want to also talk about why it's bad to live in the past and or future instead of the present. I already touched on this, but we waste time worrying when it's just going to happen anyways. So you're making your life, which is essentially the present moment, right? Because your present moment is equivalent to your life, right? You're making your present moment bad by worrying and having all these negative emotions of worrying when it's literally just going to happen anyways. And in fact, worrying might make it more susceptible to happening because your brain will be more set on that outcome, if that makes sense. And your perception is your reality. Also, your life literally cannot be lived unless it's in the present. You can't live in the past or the future because they don't exist. You cannot live your life unless if you are literally living in the present. And I feel like a lot of our problems really stem from the past or the future and eliminating those concerns I feel like would be such a freeing thing that all I feel like all of us should start working towards. So that was a lot of information. <laughs> um, that was a lot of information. My, my voice is starting to like cut out <laughs> because I'm sick. <clears throat> Sorry. Being sick sucks. Sorry. A little bit of a, a side comment. Being sick is so terrible. I usually don't get sick. My immune system's pretty good. The only times When I've been sick in the past couple of years, it's just been to quote-unquote get out of school, you know, not because I'm actually sick. I can't remember the last time I've laid in bed and been deceased from sickness, and this is pretty bad. This is a lot for me. This is a lot sickness for me, and I'm not enjoying it. So if you're also sick, gang gang, (laughs) we could be dying together. But... I'm going to take a sip of water, take a little bit of break, and let y'all ponder for a second. Okay. We're, tr- we're trucking on. So, some ways of getting out of living in the past. I guess this episode could also be titled Living in the Past, but I think they're all interconnected anyways. Um... I listened one time I was having this really rough moment I was so intensely in the past thinking that I was so terrible because maybe and I hadn't even made mistakes like I was just creating them in my head because when you dwell long enough on something you'll create anything in your head you know. And I was starting to think that I was just some demon, terrible, bad guy when I was not. But either way, I was in the present so intensely and I, I watched this video and it was this man, right? And he said, close your eyes and think about your life. And quite literally take the the present moment and block everything else out. like." Imagine that you've only lived your life in this moment and that the past and the the future are not even things. So I sat there and quite literally visualized in my head blackness just everywhere except for the present moment of me sitting there listening to this man speak, right? And that's a good thing for whenever you're in a very, like, existential moment, a moment where you really need an escape from that, that's a very good thing to do because reflection on our past is good, but it's whenever we reminisce that it gets bad, right? Because you should reflect upon your past because we should learn from mistakes we've made, but you take those lessons and then you apply them to your present. You can't just keep beating up on yourself for perhaps those things that you've done or things that have happened to you because that's another thing too is like some things you know have happened to me and those are hard to get over um but it is important to sit back and learn from those but that helps me sometimes when I'm really mu- in a moment where I'm sitting there kind of at the brink of a mental collapse th- thinking about the past of the, the future is to just literally block everything else out for a second and remember that The present is literally the only thing that that actually exists, and you can quite literally make everything else black space. So that helps me. That's a good exercise for whenever you really need help with it. Another thing is I've talked about mistakes a lot, and I think it's really important for not only us but other people that if we feel like in our lives we've made mistakes, that we apologize for them. Because it helps to forgive yourself, and it also helps to maybe forgive others. Because forgiveness, which is the next bullet point, is a very powerful thing. I think that forgiveness is the first step to really healing from an experience, or healing from the past in general is forgiving yourself and forgiving others that have perhaps hurt you. And the second that you can forgive people is the second that you can kind of put that in the past and start living in the present. So forgiveness is a super important aspect of this. So I really encourage you in your life to be a forgiving person. I'm thankful that I've grown up Christian. Um, and not to say that people that aren't Christian can't forgive, but that's a giant... Part of my forgiveness is those Christian morals that I grew up with. Um, A really powerful statement, I think, is forgive them for they know not what they do. Because it's true. I mean, a lot of people in our lives who hurt us don't actively do it with malicious intent, right? It's more so like they did something to hurt you and maybe they haven't apologized, but that does not mean that you cannot forgive them. It, because you can forgive them for they know not what they do. And you can say, you know what, Bobita really hurt me, but I'm gonna take this moment to forgive them because they just don't know any better. And they don't need a, I don't need an apology for me to forgive them because they don't know any better and that apology will never happen. Because forgiveness is honestly a lot for yourself, right? It's because when you can forgive somebody, then you can start moving on to those things that are more important than reminiscing in the past and remembering all those painful memories, right? So we are approaching the end of the episode. This has been a lot of information. Information overload. But I'm going to end with things that... I want you to remember as listener, and things that I'm going to keep in mind with my life going forward, is that life is about, like, having fun. Think about it. Because even though I'm Christian, and I do believe that God is up there and everything, we don't know why we're here. We don't know why we're on this planet. We don't we're a bunch of sacks of like flesh and water walking around, and we don't know why. What is the meaning of life? Nobody knows, right? So just have fun with it, right? If we, if none of us know, I feel like I've said right so many times. I'm having the thinking words, guys. I'm sorry if I'm having the thinking words, but life should be about having fun. Because. You only live once. That used to be my motto for everything is YOLO. YOLO, bro. That used to be my motto for everything, I remember. And I was so, I was, well, I don't want to say I was happier back then because that's, that is romanticizing the past. Don't do that. But it definitely was a good mindset to have was YOLO. You only live once because you do, and you don't wanna be the kind of person who's constantly worrying or constantly stuck in the past, or else you're never gonna have a fulfilling life because you're not living in the present and you're not appreciating the little things, you know. That's another powerful thing, which isn't even a bullet point, but gratitude and appreciating the little things. Maybe you woke up in the sun rise is a little prettier than usual, or maybe you, your friend gave you a piece of chocolate today. Really appreciate those little things. And because life can be very beautiful if you view it in a beautiful way, right? Your perception is your reality. It's all about your perception. So things to remember going forward is try not to take it too seriously Have fun, live in the present. And one more thing that I just remembered that I also wanted to say is something that's very grounding for me whenever I'm starting to live in the future or the past is quite literally sitting there and saying, okay, I'm on my bed recording a podcast. I'm sitting crisscross applesauce, I'm wearing whatever I'm wearing, just thinking about those super present things. And it kind of gets you out of that past future, past future mindset to just think about the thing that you were physically doing at the moment. That's a little bit of a grounding concept too. I think that I would tie that in with the exercise of forgetting that I talked about earlier, just to help you in a moment to help calm down if you're perhaps thinking about the the past or the future but moral of the story is live in the present because I promise you the second you start living in the present it makes things so much better every time that I've been very happy in my life it's it's been because I've very much focused on myself and in the present and what I can do right now to perhaps be happy or my friends and all those things. I focus on the things that I can actually control. It's a very freeing thing too, but I suppose that concludes the episode. It's been really nice to come back here. I forgot how nice it is to speak to people. AP season was a little bit Actually, AP season was not that rough for me. I I thought that it was okay. I thought my hardest tests were Calculus BC and Physics C. And the rest of them for me were, were pretty solidly good, I thought, which is great. But I hope if you're still in AP season and you're listening to this during AP season that you have a good rest of your AP season. And take care of yourself. Brush your teeth and... Go to the gym. Take care of yourself because it's really easy to neglect your self-care practices whenever you're all stuck in this school stuff. But remember that your mental health also matters a lot. I would say sometimes that it even matters more so than the academic stuff, right? So thank you for listening. Take care of yourself. Live in the moment. I hope you have a great rest of your day, night, whatever time you're listening to this. I love you, whoever you're listening. I got you anytime. And I will see you next week. Bye, y'all.